Why are these thumbsuckers sleeping? Now, did you notice? I didn't ask my boss how to get people to listen. I didn't ask someone which book to recommend to me to read on how to get people to listen. One of the greatest techniques you'll ever work on in communication is while you're in the center of a problem, rather than waiting till later to find out how to solve it, ask yourself while you're working on people, why is this? You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. I'd like us to think a little bit about how to speak to the heart and not the mind. Now, for example, how would you like an idea right now that will guarantee you'll never hear another poor speaker in your life, you'll never hear another dry lecture as long as you live, you'll never hear another dry sermon as long as you live? Wouldn't you like an idea like that? Hmm? Well, you are going to hear it right now. Ready? Everybody, get out your pens and pencils. Get your pen. You don't have any? Get one out. Loan him one. Got a pen with you? Loan a pen. Okay, Sergeant. Ready? Got your pens handy? You say, I heard this before. No, you didn't. Now, wait on the idea. Now, now I'm going to give you an idea right now that this will be, some of you are going to say, thank God he shared that idea. That is the most revolutionary idea that I've ever experienced in my life. But some of you, this is going to be the first time you've ever heard this idea. And tonight, you'll remember this as long as you live simply because of this idea. Okay, get your pens handy. Here's my idea. Ready? Sergeant, don't you write down one word I say. You say, you mean you're not going to say anything worth writing down these next moments? Not for you. In fact, Sergeant, that's going to be my first point. I'm going to prove to you right now, before all these friends of ours, that what you hear never does you much good. Do you know how I can prove what you hear never does you much good? Easy. Because if what you hear would do you much good, you would have to be a whole lot better than what you are, boy, because you sure heard enough, haven't you? <laughs> and you and again. And, and I understand that because all my life, just like you, I've been drug out to meetings and seminars and congresses, and all I've heard is, listen, 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 and the more I listen, the more confused I got. And then one day, I discovered my greatest idea. I wasn't supposed to listen. You say, well, what were you to do? Think. Tonight, if we can get a, this to think together about this one great thing more than anything, other, anything else, the importance of rather than making notes of what you thought I said, and by the way, why should you make notes of what you think I'm saying when even my own wife don't seem to understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and another thing, Sergeant, why should you make notes of this meeting when you didn't read the last meeting's notes yet? <laughs> okay, here's my idea. If you want to start a revolution in your life, hereafter when you read a book, when you hear a sermon, when you hear a talk, rather than trying to make notes of what you thought you heard, take out your pens and pencils, and begin to make notes of things you thought as a result of what you heard. One of the greatest revolutions in your life will be how to listen less and think more. And the habit will be developing much more quickly if you'll start making notes of things you think rather than what you heard. Now, have you ever been giving a talk to someone, giving a little lecture at one of the high schools, or talking to one-on-one -on -one in sales, have you ever been talking to somebody, giving them your best stuff, 
and you're so excited, you're about to leap out of your shoes, and there they sit. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Well, then you haven't spoken much. <laughs> but it's happened to you, I can see it, yes. But now, people have fallen asleep while you've talked, haven't they? Yes. But don't feel bad, because they used to fall asleep when I talked too, but never on the front row. <laughs> but really. But I used to wonder, I would be so excited, I would be so excited, I'd about to leap out of my shoes, and, and I would see them sleep, and I would say to myself, why are these thumb suckers sleeping? Now, did you notice? I didn't ask my boss how to get people to listen. I didn't ask someone which book to recommend to me to read on how to get people to listen. One of the greatest techniques you'll ever work on in communication is while you're in the center of a problem, rather than waiting till later to find out how to solve it, ask yourself while you're working on people, why is this? Why aren't they listening? Now, you see, that's important because you see, you can ask him how he does it. And you can ask him how he does it. You can ask her, and that's good. But don't ever ask him why he's doing it. Because you see, you got your own why. And if he gives you his why, it won't do you any good because you have your own why. You ask you why and ask him how. You ask him how and you why. Don't even ask your wife why she married you. She may be asking herself the same question. Now, okay, so, so, I am, I am always saying, why aren't these thumb suckers listening? And I came up with an answer for me. Now, I didn't come up with an answer for you. You get your own answers. Because if an answer is a good answer, it's something you think through that's yours. You can listen to me tonight. But what matters is you. Now, here's my answer for me. People weren't listening because I had a bad habit of talking to people's ears. Now, everybody knows you hear with your ears, but you see with your eyes. And since I'd only been talking to his ears, his eyes decided they had nothing to do, so go close the while. <laughs> now, you're laughing, and that's a good point. That, that means when you laughed, that meant you saw what I said. And if you're going to communicate, you better be learning to go to the heart and not the head. I'll tell you why. You know, Jesus did this with his disciples, but Jesus called it parables. I don't have that word, but I'm just saying illustrations. So the point is that I want to share with you is how to use illustrations and stories to help them see what you're saying. In other words, whenever I think with you, you watch. First, I'll go to your ear with a point. Then I'll go to your heart with a story, an illustration. I'll help you see with your heart what you heard with your ears. Then I'll wait for your eyes to light up and say, I see what you mean. <laughs> and when I see that, I'll rush back to your ear again. <laughs> and then the heart. Now, now. Now watch, now watch, now, now, now let me illustrate the point. See that, how smooth that was? Now, two hard hats, there's uh, two hard hats every day sit down to eat your lunch, you know, car uh, carpenters. And one day these two carpenters sat down to eat your lunch. The one fellow opened up his lunch and started eating his sandwiches. The other fellow opened up his lunch and lo and behold, peanut butter sandwiches. Peanut butter sandwiches. Every day, peanut butter sandwiches. And one day, he couldn't take it anymore. He says, oh, no, not peanut butter sandwiches again. I hate peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, no, not this again. Well, <laughs> his buddy couldn't take it anymore. He says, Joe, if you hate peanut butter sandwiches so much, why don't you tell your wife you don't like peanut butter sandwiches? He said, you leave my wife out of this. I packed my own lunch. 
Now, now, now you see. Have a good laugh, sir. That won't be near as funny tomorrow when you're back in your office eating more of your peanut butter sandwiches. Now, why is it important to see to see how to use that? Well, for example, have you ever heard this? Have you ever heard this? You brought it on yourself. You brought it on yourself. Are you married? Yes. Well, then you hear it every day. <laughs> now, my wife, my wife is always telling me, you brought it on yourself. You brought it on I say, I know I brought it on myself. I don't need any of your flack. Now, you know why my wife is so brutal to me? Because she's not on commissions. That's right. If my wife were on commission, she would treat me kind and tender like I do my clients. Now suppose you're one of my clients or one of my staff. We have a problem. We got a problem. We got to deal with it. There's no use burying it. It's got to come up. Here's the problem. Now, do you think I'm going to tell you you brought this on yourself? Now, you know you brought it on yourself. I know you brought it on yourself. You know, I know you brought it on yourself. You think that I am going to tell you you brought it on yourself? No, I'm not. Why? Because I know how it sounds. <laughs> and I don't like it either. Even if it's true, I don't want to hear it. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>